right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Daily Dimensions Podcast. As always, I am your host, Smitty, back with another one, man. And I am joined by my friend, my good brother, legend in his own right, Mr. Play Pat. Welcome to the show, man. man thank you. It's great to be here. Um, again, I appreciate the, the legend comment. <laughs> uh, I'm working there for it. Uh, mm. If I die today, then make me a legend. Um, but just uh, until I die, don't make me a legend. Don't make you a legend yet? Yeah, until I die. Just let me die first. Make me a legend by immortalizing <laughs> my name, keeping my work out there, Live on putting my shit in the streets, keep pushing P, and then, yeah, make me a legend that way. <laughs> That's the beautiful thing, too. I didn't even write this down, and this is not the first question, but it's something that you you just said that, and that makes sense. This is the beautiful thing about what we do, right? You with your camera, me with the podcast, like, even when we're not here no more, this is still, still going to be here. Again, um, we'll, we'll tap into that. <laughs> So, we're going to get to it. Yeah, I'll let you get we gonna it. We're going to get to it, Yes, yes, yes. But, like, I, I love that, man. Um, But, yeah, so, as some people know, not everybody knows, we met during the WestCon days. That's a fact. And if y'all have paid attention to my episodes, I was a very different man. <laughs> He's being very PC. Yeah, come on, don't do that. Smitty was that nigga. <laughs> Smitty was that nigga. Huh? But, um. They would listen. I'm going to tell you how much of that nigga he was, and I'm just going to leave it like this. This is the if you know, you know type thing. If you know, you really um, know. Whenever you went anywhere and you said, oh, you know Smitty, there was no question. There was no confusion. There was no other Smitty who. Like, there was yeah. one Smitty and one Smitty only. And the nigga went on his Madonna shit. One name. <laughs> Smitty. <laughs> That's not even his real name. And he y'all here gaming, y'all. Like... Smitty. They really would ask me, like, wait, so why do they call you Smitty? That's like, the what's guy. Your real like, name? Don't like, people you. would not know my real name. Exactly. And I'm going to keep that. But Somebody keep that asked going. me, they said, your parents named you Smitty? I'm like, no, my parents <laughs> didn't name me Smitty. It's a nickname. I've had it since. Like, come on. Now. Like, people really thought that. And I was like, no, my last Great. name is Smith. Smitty. This is how it worked out. But I don't know, man. But not only was I a different person, as you so eloquently put it, you were a very different person. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All the way. <laughs> the man you see now, you feel me, dripped out, dressed, growing, hair long, all of that. This man was in, uh, we was talking earlier, he was Clark's. <laughs> <laughs> I still wear Clark's, too. <laughs> the khaki pants and the blazer, man, ready to go to lacrosse games. And when he says blazer, I mean, he, he's keeping it light. I'm going a, I'm to a deck myself out. Uh, Joe J O S A Bank Blazer, um, mm. Tommy Hilfiger Blank Blazer, Tommy Hilfiger Blazers, and suit pants. So I had the matching set, um, the polo <laughs> no, polo matching set. And mind you, I'm only saying this all now because I don't wear none of that shit no more. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't get none of that. I wear all any if I know you and I fuck with you and you make clothes, mm. tap in with me. I'm a, I'm a definitely rock your brand. This is my man's ugly shit right here. I was here. just about to say, what you shout out, now? shout out Trail. Now I'm saying it's a Stanford, Connecticut owned stamp clothing. Um, anybody that knows me, you know that I I definitely shout out brands. Dirtbag, Phil's been my man since definitely high school. Shout out to Dirtbag. Um, De Niro talks. AP's been my man since the Sandbox. Uh, through the floor, I definitely shout out Dope Aura. Um, anybody? Oh, I'm tripping. Um, <laughs> Euro gang clothing. Shout out to Coop. Um, we got my 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 favorite that I started with HSP. Shout out to Hustle Hustle Struggle Pain. Shout out Omi. Oh yeah, yeah. HSP. I have. Yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. like I have clothing on top of clothing of just Connecticut owned artists, and I cannot forget. Most importantly, my man's that always tap in with me. Shout out Anti Clothing. 
Uh, I usually got my anti-boxers on, different sets. <laughs> I, usually got my anti-boxers on, or because that's how much I fuck with anti. I fuck with anti-clothing. It's another man that from I'm saying from the West Con days. So yeah, if I fuck with you and I know you and your clothing is fire, I'm definitely gonna wear it and I'm definitely gonna put that on over any type of designer. Y'all gonna be my designers, unlike you know what I'm saying everything that everybody else like to wear. So. <laughs> No hate, no shade, but big shout out to everybody from CT doing their thing. Just know I'm rocking with you when it comes to that clothing. Yes, man. And you know, that's a big thing too. Connecticut, we got to support each other more. Simple. So appreciate Simple. it. Simple. Simple. But that time, man, you, I did, of course, different drip now. Very, very, but very different. But the drip then was a certain way. Very different. And every time I seen you in the hallway, I was like, yo, I'm trying to be like you, man. Like, you, you feel me? It was, it was the light flex. Like you said, he had the suit on, but he just named the brands. He ran off the brands. It wasn't like he went to Coles, Burlington, just ran and got a jacket. Like, it was serious. <laughs> but. And again, who, I used to tell him, I want to be like him. He did. Because. It's cool was, wearing I what chilling. I was wearing. I was just me. But this nigga used to wear a t-shirt, football shorts, and flip-flops. No socks. No socks. <laughs> no socks. <laughs> it was still the man. It was still Yo. Smitty. And was still Smitty. The wildest part is if I was in the dorm, I definitely had no socks on. Yeah. If I'm outside, I throw the socks on. You feel me? We outside. I got to look a certain way. Shorty's up there. But if I'm in the dorm, I'm comfortable. What? I'm not wearing socks. No socks. Mm -mm. This is the guy. Lucky I got them on now. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know, from even from then, like the the point I make with that is like, it's always been love. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Even though we, we met in that time and time passes, we go by and then we reconnect at that MoCo event. Shout out to JR. For putting that together, big sound shout check out event. to Jr. Is lit. You shout me? follow at Jr. Is lit. That's my bro. Big shout out to Jr. <laughs> but we reconnect, and I feel like God don't make mistakes. Like we here for a real reason. 100%. And you talked up some things then that I was like, dang, I didn't even notice about you. Like I learned about you in that moment. I'm like, yeah, we doing this. We gotta do it. Appreciate that. Thank but, you. But um, you were talking about how you originally wanted to be a lawyer. Like a lot of us know you now for picking up a camera, yeah. but originally law was your thing. So like, what is it that made you want to get into law? All right. Um, so I have two things. I'm going to keep this short. That made me want to get into law. Mm-hmm. Maybe even three. Um, the first thing is my family. Um, I, on my family, I've had people that really suffered through the terrible side of the law. Mm-hmm. And um, I come from a family where my father's a Jamaican immigrant died as a Jamaican immigrant. You know what I'm saying so like he never received it. He lived in America since '87. <laughs> never received a check. Never got the never received a check. Mm. And I found this out when he died. <laughs> when he died, and they were like, "Yeah, so let's see if um if he has any social security." Da 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 da. And they were like, "So yeah, your father was never a citizen." Yeah, and, and that's news to you. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, "Oh shit, word." And I'm like, "Said so pops was living like this whole time." It makes it makes sense. Like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So and again. If he becomes a citizen, he'd have to pay child support. So it's a lot. I thought about it's a lot of like the shit that I thought about. Like okay, he was he was finessing the game. You gotta do what you gotta you know, do. You know, it's the nineties. It's the nineties. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, um, <laughs> so I was thinking about like I'm like okay, I see what he did. That's smooth. All right. Um, but with that, I have on. So I have a Jamaican father, um, immigrant from Jamaica. Then my mother is from America. Mm. Um, my mother's roots are from South Carolina. My grandmother was the first that moved up here 
and she moved to Norwalk, Connecticut. And then our family was raised in Norwalk, Connecticut on my mother's side. So, and they was all from the hood. Like all of them lived in the hood. <laughs> they was about it. So my mother was the first one that moved out the hood, actually um, moved into the suburbs. And then she had me in 95, but in 94, that's when she signed her first um, actual, what's her name, for a condo. So she actually, you know, got mm. on the hood, actually had some shit to show for Like really had something in her name. You know name what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, okay. but with that being said, um, now I'm born and now it's a single mother who now has to work hard to keep this condo for mm. her child. So now what does she have to do? The better thing, work. And mind you, my mom had me like 25, 26. So it's not like she had me like way too young. Too young to where she couldn't figure Quote out. Quote unquote, saying. too like, young. Yeah, that's yeah. why I had to. Um, so, with that being said, uh, now she had to figure out how she was going to be able to maintain this for her child and herself, so she doesn't have to do you know certain things. And mm. so she, I got to go back to school. I got to work. So, if anybody that's that knows me, they know my mother. Like, and if you really know my hustle, you know my mother's hustle because that's, that's where I, I get it from. from. That's yeah. where I get it from. My mother to this day, to this day, right now, I can call my do mom. It to you, man. If it's my mother's getting ready to go to work right now. <laughs> and my mother's getting off of work. Again, she's, it's 2.24. My mother's getting ready to go to work right now. Mm. My mother's not going to get off of work until 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. Man. And she has a great job. Like, yeah. she doesn't have a job where it's like, oh, shit, she... My mother probably might be chilling at work the entire time. But it's the fact that it's, it's that, that. drive, man. Got to get to it. My mother owns her own business, and she's still hustling. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I say that to say, like... With my mom working that hard and having that hard working ambition, somebody got to watch me. Mm. <laughs> so again, the rest of my family is in the hood. So that's that's where I'm raised. And now that's I'm, where some of that so shaping, I'm, that exactly, molding so that's starts where coming from. All of that essence from me comes from because when my first experience is playing outside, that's that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Falling on a bike, that's that. You know, first yeah. fight over there. You know what I'm saying? So like, all of that aspect shaped and raised me. And then I had my father's side as well, which is a whole because. My father came from like eight, it's like seven or eight of them. So with that, now that also breeds what a lot of cousins. Caribbean families having so many you kids. You gotta build yo. the dynasty, especially so back then. Kids, especially yo. back then, you gotta have the dynasty. Mad kids. You gotta have it. You gotta have it. So with that being said, that's mad cousins that I have. Mad cousins. Mm. So I watched people on both sides have mad shit and that wrap up into people going to jail, all of that shit. So with that being said, seeing that mm. made me want to actually go into being, doing law so I could help them on the criminal side. The things I, that you had seen around see you started exactly. to shake that. And again, I've seen aspects where it was like, I've had, because it's not about black and white. It's about money. Mm. So I've had black cousins live in the hood that go through shit and then black cousins that lives in the burbs that go through Nicer shit. Nicer areas still go and through it. the black cousins in the hood, when they go through something, it's, they got to get in trouble, they got to go to jail, lock them up, arrest them, monster beast, whatever the case may be, all the negative stereotypes that you could throw on them. Mm. Then you got my cousins with money that they do something, same exact thing, maybe even a little bit worse, because they don't... It, it, sometimes they, it be a little bit it, worse, yeah. though. Uh, and they'll do something, and it's, boys will be boys, it's okay, mm, oh, don't worry, fun. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. all of the things that to, to make it super passive, as opposed to being super aggressive on somebody because they come from here. Mm. So my whole thing is, I want to be that bridge. And that's what made me want to really go forward with the law. So that was the first thing, being that bridge, the disconnection, the disconnect, and being a person that's like, this is unfair, but I see what it's like over here if, if you have this. Yeah, I've seen both let sides me, of let that. Me let, me, the, let me be, let me be the voice of reason. Yeah. And then in my family, I was always like the white boy of the family. 
being and like everybody like and again being my mom's from the birds my mother yeah. she really pushed forward on manners and penmanship penmanship is crazy if you if I, I never I, even if yeah. I write right now and anybody that knows me I write like a woman like I have female handwriting and yeah. I've heard this all of my life the reason why is because I would have to sit there and we talking four five six years old two hours a day right the letter a all day <laughs> a all day and i'm and some people they had the joint where they had the dotted lines and traced that no i had that when i was four that was it that was like training after that, a straight free after hand that, after that? straight free hand and you're not about to have it looking jagged none of that so being seeing all, seeing all and again she didn't play that shit so i can't disrespect my mom and you know be something i'm not or whatever the case may be because my mom worked hard mm. so that's why I've, i that's a different topic. But um, so, yeah, so that's why I did that. And then my second reason why I wanted to be a lawyer, um, and this is on my dad's side. Uh, my cousin, I'm not going to name drop her. My cousin, she um, actually, when she, she was always one of my cousins where it was like that female cousin that's like that mom, big sister role. Yeah. Where. Um, I feel like everybody got a cousin like that. And she was the cousin where she was pretty. She's, I can't say was. She's pretty. She's smart. <laughs> Um, she has, she has a well-rounded things going on. So mm. my cousin graduated from Stanford high after going to Stanford high, she went to UMass mm. after going to UMass for four years. She then went to Georgetown for okay. law. Wow. While she was at Georgetown for law, she ended up becoming one of George Bush's lawyers. Yes. Yes. And this is black, black, black. Like, so that's what I'm saying. Ended up George becoming, Bush senior or junior? Junior. That's junior. Okay. Cause you got to think this was what? Oh, two or three or four. One of those times. So this was back when um, uh, nah, I ain't even gonna get into it because yeah. they might cancel me. <laughs> but George, we know what George happened Bush back Jr. George yes. Bush Jr. We know what Let happened. Everybody else did their research. Let everybody else do their research. Um, what happened during that? Presidency? So, uh, so she passed the bar in D.C. Obviously, mm. be, to be one of not she she wasn't George Bush one of just one of yeah George Bush's lawyers. But to me, that says everything. That's especially what especially when I'm a kid. Like you know what I'm saying. So she's one of George Bush's lawyers. Uh, two years after being one of George Bush's lawyers, she then passes the bar in New York. Dang. After passing the bar in New York, three years later, she passed the bar in Connecticut. So she has the bar passed in D.C., New York, New York, and CT. Man, and I'm like, and that's how I felt. And I'm like, cousin doing it. This is, and I'm like, this she is, doing her thing. This is my actual, and like, I'm, and I need to meet her. You know what I'm saying? With that, everybody sees her as who she is. I see her as. The person that took me to go see X Men Two, like you know what I'm saying. So, and that that's like we have a lot of memories of playing, like going to shopping and all this shit together. But like X Men Two was like that's the one because I remember what that entire day was going up to. You know when you were a kid, your older cousins fucking with you, yeah, you know, picking up. You know what I'm saying. So older like, cousins is like and she just kid, she just you know? came through Wonder Woman type shit and mm. made the day better. We went to go see X Men Two, and that day might have been just a regular day for her, but it was everything to me. So. Just her. She was like my biggest, like, I want to be like my cousin Toya. Like, so when I saw that, that's really <laughs> like, yes, yeah, she lives a good lifestyle. Everybody else in my family's doing this. This is the first doctor, lawyer, such, such and such that yeah. I could actually point to and that I yeah, know her family. and that I we share her. the same blood. I could talk to her regular. She remembers seeing me as, you know, the little baby. And now she would love to help give me game as the man that's asking for it and is going to utilize and do something with it. Mm. So like even during that time when I was going for law, she was setting me up for like internships to do things, 
getting me out to the. I was Leverage just some connections. I was man. just too you timid. It. That's the only thing. You didn't want to step into it. I didn't want to step into the city, and that's what she was That'll telling do me. It. She goes, I, "Anywhere you want to get connected in the city, I can get you connected to." You anyway. just ain't want to go in the city. And then go to the city you. entry level. I'm not taking a fan the subway, the taking the subway, all of that. You it gotta was, humble yourself to do it. Though. It was very, very, and mind you, the city for us, like, it's like thirty minutes, forty five minutes. It's not far. It's so right there. I for people that fly from L.A., Florida, um, big, all over the big place, cities, Texas, and all the that. people that small fly from small counties, small cities, small states. I salute y'all. Don't stop the mission that y'all on. If it doesn't work in New York, it can work anywhere else. But I salute y'all because you have that fear of not going to go get it. That fear is what's going to make you. That that fear mm-hmm. of not going to go get it is what's going to make you. Straight up. Because that being timid changed my whole aspect of everything I do. And, I'm still, the and I'm still in New York every day. <laughs> and I'm still in New York every day. You was meant to be there, bro. Still in New York. Still can't shake it. So my mm-hmm. whole point of saying that is I was scared to go to New York and I'm still there. Yeah. But fight or flight. Like so I had to fight it somehow. So. You you go on this journey, man. You know, you have the cousin that is inspiring you and the fact that she's George Bush's lawyer or was one of, like that's still crazy. And like I need to call her. And imagine saying that in elementary middle school. Yes. They probably looked at you like, uh, he lying. That's not true. I bet you they said it. Of course. They said but I mean, it. at that <laughs> but, point, I don't got to prove nothing. And nobody, nah, you, when it's you like, know, you know. You said, that's, you. that's my cousin. <laughs> feel bro. me? Like, exactly. <laughs> but you you, you go from being this person that wants to be a lawyer. You're inspired from family experiences, both good and bad. And then you get into school. You're still pursuing it. But then something changes. So now how do we get to the point from, I want to be a lawyer Pursuing the law, I want to bridge that gap between people to now you have a camera in your hands and you're creating these stories and telling people stories. Like, how do we, where is the the, the switch that gets flipped to like, I'm not going to pass the board, but I'm going I'm to do this. All right. Know? So, um, so I graduated college and what had happened was it was my senior year. And I feel like when you're at your senior year and you're about to graduate, Mm. Even if it's something you don't want to do, finish. Yeah, because there's you, yeah. every every senior that gets there and senior. If you've been there, seniors, you know what I'm talking about. To the prospective seniors, when you get there, don't please don't stop, don't stop, because um, it's always good to have something in the back. You know what I mean? Um, but I went to I was at that senior year peak, and I'm sitting there like, yo, I've always wanted to be a lawyer. Mm. I haven't even think thought about being a lawyer at all this year. Like, I didn't even cross. And it's my senior. Once. It's my senior year. Yeah, that's when you what feel inter- like you're supposed what, to be thinking about what it. internships have I done before I'm about to graduate to make me feel like yeah I'm about to go step in the law. Mind you, this is I'm reading my LSAT book, everything. I'm doing all the other stuff that needs to be done, but I'm just not. I, I shit. I was so bored sometimes, and I was so much of a nerd. <laughs> nobody knew it. I <laughs> I used to go to the Norwalk courthouse and just, or Stanford courthouse too, and just sit in and just listen and just listen and just to court. Listen, just listen and That's just different. Watch, watch how the lawyers would move. Watch how the judge would act. Watch how the you know just just watch and listen and observe because I felt like if that's the arena you gonna be in, put yourself there. Yeah, put yourself there before you're ready. And then you'll understand when you when it's time for you to get there. This is why you was doing that and seeing because you've been that. studying it, man. Exactly, you already been there. So I would do that on my free time, and um, it just wasn't like that passion, that fire that was there that drove me all the way up to that senior year. 
Mm. That shit just literally burnt out. Just like, done. Burnt out. And I then had something where it's like it conked on my head. I'm like, yo, if I graduate now, or I can't say if, when I graduate, when, graduate, <laughs> yeah. when I when I graduate yeah. um, and I pass the LSAT, do all of that shit, like, I'm mm. like, I don't have nothing to really make it seem like I'm the spotlight, you know, black guy that you want at your law firm. I don't have like a wild, crazy mom cracked out story or like a wild, crazy. I was, you know, t- I don't have nothing crazy to where it's like somebody I could be somebody spotlight. Is that what they look for? Oh, yeah. in, the, in those kind oh, of things. Like if you're trying to be the black lawyer at the firm, that's what they looking for. It's not about if you try to be the black lawyer at the firm. If you're trying to be the best of the best, you have to have like that 4.0, 4.0. You have to have like the, the bad story, but then show the elevation so that now when they show you as their spot. So you got to be like that diamond that they found in the rough. You got to be and that. If you're not nine times out of 10, you were connected. Mm. As far and I didn't and I didn't have and I didn't, so you know what I'm saying I didn't have a connections to where it's like again I have my aunt who one of that's cool and all yeah she doesn't have no right to give me anything to her to her king I'm not her yeah. child like you know what I'm saying so she don't she don't, do that. she don't have that and I call her my aunt because of the relationship that's really my cousin like you know what I'm saying mm. so like at that she really and mind you she got her own shit she doing she, <laughs> she can't, doing her own thing and at the same she, time and, and I'm also young too so with giving young people a chance you got to give room for fuck up. It's yeah, gonna happen. So it comes with the territory, man. Because you don't I, know nothing. Am yet. I able to fuck up on her name, and is she worthy to put that out there? You really get that. You know once. what I'm saying? Like, so exactly. And my one time fucking up could fuck it up for not only me, but fuck it up for her and anybody that's, else that's she tried. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. and I'm a big person where I'm not about to make shit look the whole situation look bad because I fucked up. Now your name looks bad. Mm-hmm. So I'm against that. Um, and with that being said, because I've had that happen in relationships, friendships, and all that stuff. So that's why I'm str- I'm strictly against it. But with that being said, like I'm not owed nothing. I'm not entitled to nothing. So I said literally I'd have to start all the way at the bottom. I'd have to work for 30 to 40 years eating shit. Like not liking what I'm getting paid, mm. dealing with the bare bones and shit, always being broke. Student loans from actual law school that have to get paid back. Student loans you know is dangerous saying? too. Thank Still God! Thank God I don't know. No, thank my mama I don't know for real. Um, and just all of that, I'm like, I don't want to do all of that to them. Thirty, forty years, either hate myself, get passed over partner two to three times. Mm. I watched it, and, and then really just build up animosity to then one day hopefully get that breakthrough, or hopefully. Um, I'm like, fuck it. I'm just complacent. I'll be a cock in the machine. I'll just let it go. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? So, I didn't want to have that. those two things happen. And then I die in between that. And, and then nothing it's like, gets I, left. you never really got to where you wanted to be. Not even I never where I got to where I wanted to be. What about the people that I left behind? What do they get? Yeah. They get a hose cut. What's left, man? The hoe gets no percentage. <laughs> hoe gets zero. They get a hose yeah. cut. <laughs> the hoe gets zero percent. <laughs> so, that's why my whole thing is I was like, all right. So I want to change the community, but I won't be able to do it through law because I won't be in a position of power to where I actually can change it the way I want to. Mm-hmm. Um, how do I change the community? And what do I do? What are the steps that I take to do so? Like, what's the mission behind that? So um, I had a lot of things, like a lot of things. So like, first, I wanted to be, you know, a rapper. 
not a regular <laughs> rapper. You was about to get like, in the booth, start spinning freestyle, I, I wasn't, man? No. You was about to do that? No. I was trying to do motivational speak rap. Okay. Yeah. So I was trying to start a lane for something. Um, but so then it was that. Then I had where I wanted to be, fuck it, I'm going to be the music manager. Mm. And it was like, I could be the A&R, the music manager, somebody that, you know, because I know what wants to, I know what the what's being pushed out there, how the narrative is. And um, I know the type of person I am that I'm going to get connections to where in 10 to 15 years, I could easily have sway in a room or hold in a room to where yeah. it's like, I can get this person. You know what I'm saying? So like, You're gonna make something happen. So that was that was my whole mission. Yeah. And then I was like, but yeah, you gotta waste at least 1.5 million on somebody. And there's money behind it. Whatever yeah. you pursue is gonna be money behind it. But here's there's my thing. There. Here's my thing. And I, I'm a deep thinker. So when I think about a plan, I think it all the way through. I think of all the negative sides, all the pros, all the pro sides, all the pros and cons. So. When I deeply thought about it, I said, would I put $1.5 into somebody who might wake up the next day and say, I don't even want this shit no more? Because that's how I felt about law. Yeah. That's how I felt about law. So I was like, <laughs> what if they just don't want to rap no more? Yeah, like, and then you you left to pick up the pieces. And not yeah. only that, my money's spent. Yeah, <laughs> like, you ain't getting it back. You know what I'm saying? Because so you would have like, made it back through them, but they gone now. Gone. <laughs> so I was like, nah. And then I felt like just making a somebody an artist. Mm-hmm. It don't really change the community. It actually, in my opinion, depending on who the artist is, it makes the community worse. Um, because let's say you have an artist who, let's say I, I break you or I break Matt as an artist. Mm. And when I break you as an artist, you get gazoo-headed. And you, you fuck your hood, you a whole new nigga. Yeah. So now your hood is worse off because it's like, well, y'all really fucked with him. We ain't really fucked with him. Now we don't fuck with y'all because of how y'all was acting when y'all was around him when he was on his way to being a come up. Because mm. this shit happens within, within neighborhoods and shit like that. So um, when you have a division like that, that starts a war. Yeah. You know what I'm It'll saying? Do it. It'll and do then it. not on top of that starting a war, now the nigga who's the main nigga, nobody fuck with him because of the war he created. And just looking at that as looking at what I'm saying to try to see it in a now concept, mm. look at Chief Keith and O'Block. This is true. The whole Chicago don't fuck with Chief. Chief's in LA. <laughs> it's hard for Chief to go anywhere now. Oblock, but but they they really like put up provisions against him to go back to Chicago and mm-hmm. Oblock specifically. They had to knock down Oblock. It's gone. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, between 63rd and 65, I don't know the Chicago politics, but just two streets right there that are next to each other within the same hood. The fact that they can't coexist with each other, you see the division is what I'm what I'm talking. Mm-hmm. So. With that becomes a void, and that there's a war that starts because it's people that's unsolved interests and stuff. So I said, "Fuck it." How do you heal the community? Get a camera, change the narrative in which people rap, what they rap for, and then not only that, when you get your camera and you do this, you get to help people highlight their lifestyle. You're bringing it to them for a price that they're not getting it for because they have to pay either X amount, crazy amount of dollars, and they can't afford it. Yeah. So my whole focus is. Charge them at a, a price that they can afford, but let them get their best shit off consistently. So you're not. So now, as an artist, you're not worried about yo. I got four songs, damn. But the video is like four thousand. The video videos like is expensive. The video, it's a lot behind it. <laughs> so if I got four videos and each video, to, that's eight bands. That's damn near ten bands. I could fuck that up on a trip. 
You know what I'm saying? You can do a lot with that. And or I can go back to the studio, make more music, you know what I'm saying? So like what happens is artists and the 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 age in which we are now, it's visual. Mm. Nobody just wants to hear your shit. They want to see a video. Yeah. So nah, with people, that, especially with attention spans. Exactly. You gotta see something. They're, they're quick. They're mm. quick. So with that being said, when you have a situation to where an artist has mad music but no visuals, it's like, yo, bro, come on. I I'll look out I'll do something with you, but you gotta get some of these off so people can see you. Yeah, they have to be able to see. They can hear you, but, but why would they you. want? Why would they want to sit down? They want to connect listen? with you. Exactly. They got. They, they want to connect. They want to be able to see your face, see the lifestyle you live in, see all of that. And instead of capture, even if you, I know you got money, and that's the the case. Mm. I'm not about to tax you just because I know you have it. Yeah, I want you to get your best shit off. So let's be real about it. Let's be reasonable. Get your get your best shit off and keep yeah. coming consistently. And this is not really a tax, even it don't hurt you. So now. When you want to go somewhere, you want to go on tour, you want to do something, you could have your videos playing back to back to back to back to back. Yeah, and the content is there. Because we in the age, content is king. Content is key. And if you don't got content, then you it's don't not have even nothing, about, bro. It's not even about you having content. If you don't have high quality content, yeah, your shit's getting passed over. Because a lot of people post stuff and it's not good. So it's like, we're just, we're just going to I remember keep that when I didn't know how to post to Instagram and my shit wasn't high quality and stuff like that. And I would be... Pull out my yo, look at this that I just did. Like this is me starting off too. Look at this what I just did. Like and people will look at it. First ten seconds, look somewhere else. Look off into their phone. I'll be just be like, Ain't that the worst it. when you showing oh, no. somebody something and they're not really paying attention? I told I told Matt this. And Matt's no Matt knows me because this is my he's he's known me from the sandbox. He's my blood cousin. Like yeah. so Matt knows. I showed one of my one of my boys like I was showing. I just did this video and like I felt like I was. And this is more recently. I just felt like I'm just breaking through on the uh, the realm of what I'm doing. Like I'm like, yeah, I got it now. Like yeah. I'm like, yo, starting to get your feet wet. So now, mind you, and this is why artists we take our work so passionately. Nobody sees the behind the scenes that goes into it. There is so Nobody much behind the scenes. It. A ton behind the he scenes. He can tell you firsthand. Six a.m. Waking up at 5 a.m., 6 a.m., going to sleep at 3, though. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? To go work for somebody else while I'm Take at work. Nap. While I'm at work, I'm still editing, getting that video in, mm-hmm. trying to knock something down, slicing that video. It's now 3 o'clock, and I'm off of work. I'm still editing. Back to it, man. Getting that video knocked in. Making it happen. Where he see me sitting in the car just smoking, editing, smoking and editing in the car, just chilling. And I, a, a whole day will go by. I haven't gone nowhere. I just sat in my parking spot, just chilling, just because I'm not trying to move nowhere. <laughs> so I can't if lose I, this creative I, focus. I, I and if I right get now, up right now it. and I try to go in the house, I'm gonna lose it. It's I'm not, not gonna focus same. on. You gonna want to eat something, take a nap, it's a wrap. On it, that, I, on it, on it. And he sit there after he see me putting effects into the video. Video take forever to render. Video crashing. You know what I'm saying? Like shit all the way down to losing a hard Been drive. There. You know what I'm Been saying? There, so man. like, so with that, when I show somebody something. <laughs> and within and the first, and, and I'm showing, I'm, I'm showing my boy on, on Facetime. I'm like, "Yo, look! Like this is the video I just did." Da, 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 da. And again, we're on Facetime, and my boy has his camera right here. Again, yeah. we're on, I'm gonna keep emphasizing we're on Facetime because <laughs> we like that. I'm showing him the video, and as I'm showing the video, he's looking at it, and then he just drops his head into his lap, and I'm like. What the fuck are you looking at? You're on FaceTime. Like, yeah, like, like your phone you is not, not only that, your phone is right here. Like <laughs> if your lap is that interesting, I'm just gonna hang up. Like yeah. so I just hung up. Cause I'm sensitive about my art because I put so much into it. You put a lot into it. But you put your blood, sweat, and tears into again, that. Man. I'm not sensitive to a point where I could understand, like, yo, I don't want to see that shit. 
That's cool. Mm. I'm a human. I'm a human like everybody else. I want to see that shit. Cool. I just, some shit. I don't want to. I'm vocal about it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. Might not mean it's not fire or whatever. I just don't want to right now. Yeah. And I can respect that. Um, I'm also a person where I take constructive criticism very well. So if you tell me, yeah, nah, I don't fuck with that. That shit's ass. I'm gonna be like, okay, cool. You're not gonna take it to heart. And Why? Be what part didn't you like? <laughs> That's the piece. Let me know. Because like, people would be I like, yo, at? oh, I thought this one was really good. Why did you think that was the better one? Oh, I didn't really like this. Why don't you like it? Like, if you're not gonna help me get better, then hold the criticism. Like, it's it's it's, it's empty. That's a it's fact. empty. It's it's exactly. And one of the reasons why in which I do that with criticism is because. Mm. Um, one of one of my friends, you know him as well too. Actually, he went to Westcon with us. Rob Key. Yeah. So Rob, and this is again, anybody thinking about going to college, go, go. Um, even if you're going to be in debt, I'm not going to tell you. This is <laughs> this is not financial advice. He's not Pat. a financial. I am not advisor. a financial advisor. <laughs> Let it be known at he all. Not a financial at advisor. All. If you got debt, I'm not paying for it. Simple, in a nigga sense. <laughs> I'm gonna give you that. <laughs> um, but go to college because. The bread that you're going to be in debt for, those connections will be all worth it. Look at where we are. You meet so many people. Look man. at where we are. It um, puts you in a position to meet a lot so of people. So, Rob Key. Yeah. He was one of the people that, like, when I when I met Rob, like, we locked in just because of how, like, we understood it. We got we got the life concept. Mm. We understand everything. Um, so, it was one of those things where it would be me, Rob, and my boy, Shaquan. And you remember Shaquan. Yeah. Um it'd be us three and we just be sitting there. We were the people that, well, me and Shaquan, I can't speak for Rob. Rob was always on his shit. Um, <laughs> we would bullshit during the day, have fun mm. during the day and then do our academics when nobody's paying it when everybody's sleeping and all of that. It we up five, like six in the morning, three in the morning, six in the morning. So you was on the same, you was in the dorm with us. Like yes. in the, in, <laughs> the uh, in the learning center, just up all <laughs> night. He'd be there all the time. Y'all niggas is still in here. Yep. Still in here working. Coffee, whatever the case may be, we just mm-hmm. up working, getting to it. Um, we were the fourth quarter. That was, we call it the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter, that's overtime. But that's when, <laughs> no, that's, that's when overtime. In moments like that, that's when you really find who you really fuck with, and like you really get those real conversations. That's where you really learn and build with people. With that, Rob gave me the best game I've always I've ever had in life, yeah. and I still apply it to this day. Um, I haven't been on any job interviews lately, but. When I used to go on job interviews, the key that Rob gave me was, he goes, yo, after you knock down your interview and you go like when they, when you go through the whole process and all of that, they yeah. you've said everything you need to say, have answered all of their questions. When they say, do you have any questions? Go. Yeah. Why wouldn't you hire me? And I was like, mm. that's a valid question. And I was like, that's, it's a great question, that's a valid but question. it's also bold as shit. It puts them on the spot. They got to figure it out right but now. But what he put me on to was he was like, bro, when you do that, that's a second interview. They don't know it and you don't know it. He was like, he, you know it, but they don't realize it. Yeah. Um, and I was like, how so? He was like, because when you ask them, why wouldn't you hire me? They then tell you all the reasons and they clarify everything that they weren't sure about, mm. about you, about not hiring you. And now you, get to clear it you up clarify right their right uncertainty. So now it's like, okay, I got to hire more. I don't want them. Like, yeah. So I was because like, then it's hard to argue it because they're gonna go back and talk after that and it's, it's gonna the, be like it's well the I mean he cleared deal. it up and not only not only that it's the Godfather deal I'm gonna give you an offer you can't refuse yeah because not only that it's not only did he clear it up he shows boldness 
he shows mm-hmm. he wants to be here. Like That's a he fact. shows he wants to be here. Any job wants to be doubling to down with. on it. You know man. what I'm saying? Like, and it's showing like, yeah, nah. So in the future, if there is anything that is unsure or uncertain about, I always clarify that and I always ask. Mm-hmm. Communication. Everybody wants communication in anything they do. Marriage, business, whatever the case may be. Communication is communication key. Communication is key in everything. Sports, everything. Communication is key. So with that being said, the fact that you communicate that and you're willing to do that, it show, it, it show, it's a different-esque that it gives you. And I promise you, every time that I've used that, my application has gotten pushed to the top. Yeah, and the, hi- the hiring manager has always came up to me like, yeah, so you know, it's it, it was that question that made me go... <laughs> We like Maybe this guy. we should do we this. Like this guy. He's, like, we like, he's an all right about, guy. That's where they use words like charismatic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so it's, <laughs> they, they, exactly. So that's where that shows. Um, so that was the game that like really cemented me over the top to make me push forward into why into I'm ambitious on why I'm doing it. And if you're going to critique me, critique me fully mm. and not really having my heart on my sleeve with my work. But just being an artist and, you know, just head down into the work that I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? You have a little better than me. I'll be trying my best to not take the criticism too much. You can't. I'm getting better you at can't. it, though. Because before, you especially can't. when, now, it, it was hardest when it was early on. Because that's when it's like, yo, I'm, I'm trying. When you like, literally have the least amount out. of sleep. Yes. And I'm like, yo, I'm trying my best. And it was, what? A lot of my stuff, it was good, but it wasn't as good as it is now. And now I'm at a point now where it's like, if you critique me, I appreciate it. But at the same time, I'm like, I know I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> you feel me? Like, not, I know I'm good. Ain't nobody going to break my stride. You feel me? Like, like, you're not gonna, it's, it's cool, but you're not going to stop nothing I'm doing right now. Straight so like that. Like, I'm, and I'm, now, I'm just because you think, just because you might think that, now the next project I drop it on, watch you be on it. Watch you hate on it. Watch you be like, <laughs> damn, he wasn't like that two projects ago. I fuck with him. And that's how the whole I fuck with him concept starts. Mm-hmm. First day, like, yeah, no, I didn't fuck with it. You shocked it. You, you shocking all um, that yeah. is, I know the nigga, I fuck with him. Da, 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 da. Yeah, that's my man's. So, everybody your man's all of a sudden man's It's the now, craziest so. thing It's like yo you ain't helped me do none of this Now you my man's now we friends Now you know me from somewhere <laughs> You know what I'm like, saying Like, on, man. You best friends with my cousin You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying like, <laughs> You know my brother Yeah. Okay, but, I, but, listen I'm, I'm a person where I love all love Like I, yeah. I understand fake love I understand real love I know the real difference between both of them mm. So um, all love is appreciated over here uh, I'm not a fake person. Everything that I give out to anybody, nah, I can definitely say that all about authentic, you. It's all, all real. real. Like I fuck up. Don't get wrong. I, I'm human. I fuck up. <laughs> it's bound to happen. We but make mistakes. The the anybody that I've really expressed that I show love to you for and I really fuck with you, I mean that wholeheartedly. Yeah. Like there's no slick indifference where I turn around, laugh, kick it. None of that. Like I really want everybody to grow and everybody to be big because we come from a state to where we got the most money. Yes. Really with the small size that we have, we compare ourselves to big cities. With mm-hmm. the small state size that we have, it takes two hours to get through Connecticut. Yeah. So any other place, two hours you're gonna be you're in the still next in that big state. city. You're gonna be in the next big city. Yeah. So being that we have that much leverage with the pocket, we gotta be on somewhere, something. And it doesn't make sense for it not to be. So I wanna be a part of the big force that gets Connecticut on the map to anywhere and gets Connecticut in the rooms. Of places where we need to be. Would you say that's the next big thing for that you? That is definitely the next big thing for me. That was pushing always Connecticut my big forward. Thing. That pushing Connecticut forward has been my main mission since I picked up the camera. I wanted second main mission since I picked up the camera. My first goal was to put the people in Connecticut on to yeah. where they can go somewhere and be the somebodies because and have the yeah. oh yeah you from CT. We need those platforms. Yes, man. and the second thing was Connecticut. You know what I'm saying? Like 
who is Connecticut. Mm. I travel and I've been tra- I've been fortunate enough to travel man, since I was three. If you travel, I know where you're going. Go ahead, man. I know where you're going. Every man. time you go anywhere in the country of America, shit, even when, when me and Matt were in London, um, I'd say, yeah, I'm from Connecticut. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> My people yeah. in Florida, I'm from Connecticut. Where's Connecticut? Um, mm-hmm. so you know where, and I always say, so you know where New York is. We like right in between New York, and then I go, UConn. You know UConn. Yeah. Oh, UConn. Oh, the basketball. That's team. Connecticut. They're good. And I and I go, and I go it's yeah. In the name. And it's I go, in the name. And I go and I go yeah. The University of Connecticut. And they laugh. We laugh. And then they go. So you like live on a farm and shit. Everybody's idea of nah, Connecticut is that you know UConn, you know it's mad farms. Exactly. Out there. <laughs> Everybody that thinks about Connecticut, they think greenery, farm. Unless you know and you know when you come to Connecticut, you know the certain areas like Bridgeport, Stanford, yeah. New Haven. You know what I'm saying? Like every other where, when they think of Connecticut, they think farm, grass, and all of that. Mm-hmm. Not knowing that we're big cities in Connecticut, we're the backing power behind a lot of New York. Like yeah, Diddy Diddy got Ciroc out here. You know what I'm saying? Like that the headquarters of Ciroc, the warehouse of Ciroc where it gets manufactured is right in Norwalk, down the street from the crib. Yeah. So a lot of people don't know you that. You know what I'm saying? Like Captain Morgan, Norwalk, Connecticut. You know what I'm saying? So all of that being from Connecticut is like, why why are we not on the map? Where why we are we not be? on? And we have money to where I'm talking about just Diddy and fucking uh Diddy and Captain Morgan. Fucking George W. Bush went to Yale. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like Yale's, a lot of a lot of Yale's powerful very, people, very, a lot of very money presi- a lot of everything here. that runs uh, the District of Columbia and that's been running the District of Columbia for years mm-hmm. was from New Haven, Connecticut. Yes, and that's fair. That's Fairfield County. So you know what I'm saying. Like we need to take that power that we have and apply it. Yeah, on a stronghold. And the talent pool in Connecticut is deep. And we have money. That's the thing. <laughs> it's not just the fact that we have talent. We have money There's and talent. talent. And, and money. we don't have like we don't have to a point where we gotta have a whole like. For example, you'll have a somewhere in Atlanta where it'll be the one nigga in Atlanta that's like that in the hood, and the whole hood will be behind him. And we do. We got not money to where one we nigga it could be his whole own whole hood and finance his whole shit behind him and don't need nobody else. Yeah. So that's where that I feel like that's where that tension and that hate come from. Cause it's like, oh, if he could do it, I could do it too. Cause if I get down with him, now I'm, I'm dick riding him. Da 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 da. So <laughs> and it's not even you know what I'm that. saying. It's not I can't show love. Like there is no aside. Sholi, shout out to Sholi. That's the first thing that came to my aside head. From, aside that. from Sholi, like there is no there is no show love. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Nobody actually wants to practice that and 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 utilize that actual term. Like yeah. everybody just likes to just likes to just make it seem as if such. But it's a lot of slick hate. And if they show love, a lot of times they want something in return. It's a business transaction. It just it ain't can't, really love. It just can't be. It just can't be because I want to see you grow and I want to yeah. put us on the map and I want Connecticut to be great. It's nah. We gotta. We gotta. It's something like oh nah. If everybody trying to game each other. Everybody trying to sneak each everybody other. Everybody trying to backdoor each other is crazy. And you get so much further just by being genuine and trying to help people. Like, I don't get nothing out of having people on my show. I could do a podcast by myself, talk by myself, talk about what I want to talk about. But I bring people on one because I care about who I'm bringing on. Two, Appreciate that. Thank you. I want to share my platform with others so that they can have their voice heard too, because not everybody has that. And then three, y'all are important too. That's a fact. <laughs> you feel me? Y'all are important too. And it's not just about me. You got to show love to other people. 
help other people, be genuine with other people. Like everybody who leaves here leaves feeling like if you've ever come and done an interview with me, you leave this space feeling empowered. I don't know about Shit, I'm sitting here <laughs> feeling empowered. You leave this space feeling empowered. Like it's it's not just for me, it's it's for the people I serve too. And like if you come on as a guest, I feel like I'm serving you too. I appreciate you. you Trust me, we so appreciate like you. Connecticut, we gotta we gotta continue to do better about that, man. Yeah, nah, we and don't, we don't do that enough. I was thinking about it. it's funny that you say that. I was thinking about it in the shower today. Um that's your thinking space? That's the best thinking space, actually. <laughs> um, we don't have, like, I, I see what blew Chicago up. We don't have, like, academics to where, like, if nobody is not from Connecticut, they yeah. can, and it's mad shit that happens in Connecticut. A lot. Um, I'm not the street news. I don't know. <laughs> um, but it's mad shit that happens in Connecticut that actually ties along with a lot of shit that we're trying to use for entertainment. Mm-hmm. So if there was something to which it actually was able to push the narrative of Connecticut out there. And I might not be the guy that does it. Shit. I don't want to be the guy that does it. Actually. That's a lot of power. It's a lot. I don't want that. I don't want to be the guy that does it, but I want to spark somebody that does that Mm. because when I spark somebody that does that, Connecticut's on the map. And I guarantee you fastest thing smoking on the map. As soon as they do somebody that recaps the whole Connecticut and is able to capture the whole Connecticut and tell it in an academic story wise to where it, it, captures the youth or any any audience that is out there for then we won't we won't really be where we really need to be yeah because again having that everybody everybody is so encaptured with the music chicago music new york drill music and all of that because they know the stories behind it it's the culture behind it it's, it's a big culture. some of the music ain't that great you feel me a lot of new york drill but ain't that great right now to bro. be honest with you um and this is just my piece on it yeah, uh, I don't have no real opinion on it, whether it's good or bad. Mm. Um, I just don't like the way in which it is as far as like the cadence and repetition and stuff. Yeah. Like it seems more like demonic, more pushing it. I'm more of everybody that know me. I'm a good vibe. I'm a party guy um, in a sense of I like a good time partying. Um, I like having good elements around me. I like the environment being great. Good energy, all of that. All of that. I don't want to go out somewhere and I got to worry about looking at a nigga all night because he wants to move funny. Yeah, that's and just, this is why weird I that's don't weird be to me. going if outside. If I'm gonna go out, I want to no look. Yeah, I want to look at gal, gal only. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? I want to have a good time. Yeah. All that other stuff is like, all it don't make sense to me. It don't make sense of going out. So um, when you insert that element of drill in there. Um, you can just see how a party changes. So mm-hmm. if I whole atmosphere shift. If I hear slow motion by juvenile, back that ass up by juvenile. <laughs> that twerk by the city girls. Yeah. Uh Dunk by Soldier Boy. All four of those songs I just listed. What did you what did you what instantly came in your mind when you thought of that? Instantly you start smiling, you start thinking about fun, you think about some motion, things and moving. It's a lot, yeah. Switch that, and no disrespect to the artist that I'm about to name, um, any artist. You put on K Flock. Mm-hmm. Um, you put on D Thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You put on B Love. Even when you put on Shake It by Cardi B, or with Cardi B on it. Yeah, um, all of her ops get mixed with the gravel. It don't make you want to like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's all gangster. Music time. has a major influence. It's all, bro. bro it's all it's major energy. Influence. It's energy. It's all energy. It's vibrations. All of that. Um, literally vibrations. That's literally a different conversation for you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so 
with all of that, like that's why I said my my standpoint on that is the way it is because it's like they're not bringing back the good energy, good vibe, good party. Mm. They just want to talk as crazy as possible and be reckless and disrespectful. wild, reckless, wild, disrespectful, again, wild, crazy. I told you, me and me and Matt, the, my, me and my cousin Matt here, all of us and our friend, we joke harshly. So, yeah. and the reason which why we do that, if we talk to each other the craziest. Whatever the world's about to say to us, not gonna hurt us. It ain't gonna hit you the same. It, they don't. It don't. It's not gonna mean nothing. Like, do you know the cough that I'm cut from? That where, what I hear. <laughs> like, anything you say is not gonna make me crash out, fight you, or nothing like that. Like, my yeah. cousin talks wild crazy to me, and he loves me. <laughs> like, so I know you don't really hate me, and I know you're not gonna do what you want. He said the same. The same. ain't gonna do nothing to me, man. I'm used to it. Simple. So, and again, that's that's the manner we gotta breed. You gotta breed yourself. You gotta put the put. Everybody that you know that you're trying to make them successful, you got to mm. breed them for it and prep them for it. If Matt don't talk to me crazy, when, when somebody else comes and talk to me crazy, I'm ready to crash out and fight. <laughs> when Matt talks to me crazy, I laugh like, wow, a nigga really thinks like that? So and I really like think, this? like, it's people out here that really think like that. You'd be surprised how a lot of people think, bro. I'll give you a quick instant example. Uh, we're on the way here, and I'm like, so Matt, you, you just not about, to, not about to roll that up? The fuck I look like? You Dutch boy? Cause we smoke all the time. I, I, I That's roll how up, you feel. I roll up a lot. The fuck, I look like rolling up today. It's Sunday, cause what? what I said, when did you ever come up with this? It's Sunday narrative. I'm not rolling up. Like, fuck it. You don't smoke then, nigga. Like, that's how me and him talk to each other. <laughs> don't smoke then, nigga. Fuck it. I'm gonna smoke all this weed and smoke it in your face. Ha ha. He goes. He started. He said literally starts laughing like that, and goes, cause you wouldn't do that. <laughs> and I was like, so so why not just roll up? I already had the blunt rolled. <laughs> all, of that, all, all of that, all of that, like, what? and literally all I said to him was, "So, Matt, you're not gonna roll that up? I don't roll up weed on Sundays. Like, took a whole lot. I, I don't look like you. I don't look like your fucking Dutch boy. Like, so what, where, what, for him to for what him to have you? one rolled already. But it's people out there that'll do shit like that. Yeah, that'll really do shit like that. That in a room where y'all get into rooms with each other, they'll switch up and it'll be a different guy. Mm-hmm. So Depends like, around. you know what I'm saying? So like, it's certain shit that if you experience it with your own edge and your click, mm. and you laugh at it. Whenever you experience again, you're going to be like, okay, so this is the real situation. I got to laugh at it. But now that I pre this real situation, I can't fuck with this person no more. Because yeah. I know the mission that they are. You know what type of timing they are, man. And once you know, you got to move accordingly. And those are what real friends, like the essence of friends, those are what real friends are supposed to be. For. You're supposed to rely on them, and they have to be able to mold you to get ready for the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's to wrap all of that up. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this one last question, right? What is something you know now, something you've learned along this journey that has um, impacted you the most, you know, because there's been a lot of ups and downs. There's a lot of, you feel me, damn near lost a hard drive, losing footage, all this nah, other stuff. Nah, not like, damn near. I did lose, oh, you hard did drive, lose the man, hard drive. You feel me? Um, just to <laughs> like, really. What, to, what's that one thing that really shaped you on this journey? Um, I'm going to say that real quick. I'm going to save that question. Mm. I just want to talk on that hard drive situation really quickly. Because it's a lot of people that don't understand what that's like. That's pain. It's more than pain. <laughs> it's um, beyond pain. So for my artists, no matter where you are, no matter where you are in your in your career, in your path, whatever the case may be, no matter where you are, um, any loss is a gain. Remember that. Any loss is a gain because you're still here. It doesn't matter what you lose. Any loss is a gain. 
Now, going deeper into that, when I lost my hard drive, mm. that was the worst feeling ever. And <laughs> I the could imagine. only reason why that shit was terrible, and it's funny, Matt was there again. Matt always there. <laughs> Matt, was, Matt was there. Um, Starting to think it's Matt's fault. Uh, <laughs> no, I can't put that on him. I can't put that on him. I can't put that on him. Matt done, Matt done way too many great shit for me to, not the hard drive. Matt wouldn't do that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, nah, Matt was there, like. I literally uh, went to a client mm. and um, I was showing him because we were working on a project. He was trying to get show do this like little uh, this movie thing. Yeah. And we put the, I put together the clips and everything. I had some of the stuff synchronized and I was showing him where we were currently in the project. We pull up, go to his office, start plugging shit up, put everything together. And um, now we wait and everything's plugged up and I'm like. Oh shit! I left my keyboard. Yo, Matt, you trying to go run and grab the keyboard real quick? Matt goes, the keyboard comes back. We sitting down. Everything's plugged up now, ready to go. Uh, and my hard drive just wouldn't load. And I'm like, mm. maybe it's the cord. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you start you trying to figure it out. Like, and it's, it's and, it's, and it's a ten terabyte hard drive. And anybody, ten anybody that knows terabytes? Like after a certain number of terabytes, and it is a, a H. It wasn't an SSD. It was a hard. It was an HDD. So. Um, being that it was that uh, hard drive like that, it's got terabytes. moving parts in it. Not only does it have movement, but it has a you have to plug it up into the wall for it to work. Yeah. So I'm plugging up to the wall, and you know how whenever if anybody's ever picked up a hard drive, you can feel like that little like mm-hmm. it's it's weird, but it's a, it's still it's like that feeling of but it's the uh, hard drive actually spinning. Yeah. And when it's actually spinning so fast, it's like if you ever pick up a pencil and it, ha- it looks like bendy. You know yeah. I mean? So um, that's what that's what that feeling is like. So. I'm feeling the heart. It's on. So I'm like, all right, I know I'm not tripping. So now I'm <laughs> trying to plug it into the joint to make sure it's, it's, it's securely in there. So it's got to happen. Yeah, yeah, trying to, I'm like, yeah, so we talking in the third. Did it like three or four times. Shit wasn't working. I was like, I said, yeah, nah. Um, Smoothed out with the client. I was like, I'm just gonna be honest with you. I don't know what the fuck's going on with my hard drive. Like, I was like, you, <laughs> you gotta you be still, honest at like, that point. Do you still have those right. files. I was like, you still have those files. Like, I could easily do this da, 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 in the case and put it all together because I know exactly where I was with the project. Yeah, no, I'm pro- it's cool. He was cool about, it. super cool about it. So I'm like, all right, boom, did that, put it all together, and I took my notes down on my laptop. You know what I'm saying? Um, went back to the crib and I'm like, all right, let me troubleshoot this hard drive for real. Plug it in, try to do all that. Nothing pops up. Man. Plug it in again, try to, nothing pops up. So now, anybody that knows me knows, like, before playing lacrosse, all of that stuff, I am I was like, I'm Wade from Kim Possible. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Backdoor Computer. I know so everything, everything, that, everything that everything about computers. I had a cell phone in the third grade. And for us, you know, that that's big. big. You know what I'm saying? For these kids, that, they, don't, they don't understand that. But for us, that was huge. Cell phone in the third grade is crazy. I, my phone went off. Crazy. Said, my phone went off in the third grade, and the teacher was looking around like it was hers. And then when it wasn't hers, she was like, "So could, she knew it couldn't have been a kid. So she, who has their parents' phone right now?" He's like, "Nah, Miss, this is my phone." Everybody had their hand. Everybody <laughs> had their hand raised. Why would I raise my hand if it's not my parents' phone? Yeah. So she had to stop. She found that it was my phone. Called my mom. All of that. That's neither here nor there. But. Um, <laughs> So I'm a backdoor with computers. So now I do the backdoor. I go through terminal, yeah, on on the Mac and try to find out terminal wise. Try to actually pull up pull up the uh, what's the name? Type that in, and it says uh, disk not mounted. I'm like, how the fuck did this not? So now I go to my disk utility 
And I see that. Trying it, to figure it all I out. I see that it's it's there, but it's grayed out. So I'm like, oh, nah. So I'm like, all right, let me just wait a week. Wait a week, waited a week, same shit. And I'm like, don't tell me I lost my hard drive. Mm-hmm. It's like, don't Gone. Tell me. And when I say I lost Gone. my hard drive, I'm talking about 2020 to March of 2021. 2022, I'm sorry. Man. 2020. That's a lot of work, bro. To March of 2022. That's a lot of work. We talking about. It's pain. That's a lot of the beginning of my stuff. So, like. All of that sh- gone. Projects gone. <laughs> Anything I was working in between gone. All gone. So now I had to go through the the rough conversation of refunding clients. Some people Man. were cool when they understood. Like, yeah. Some people pissed. Some people were like, "Yo, bro, like, what do you mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, luckily everybody that I did, anybody that I did lose their project on, they understood to a point where they hired me again. Yeah." So I lucked out. At least it worked way. out that way. You know what I'm saying? But that comes with being a personal. You have to be a person first. Mm. When you're a personable person, people understand that you go through shit too. When you just want to move as a business, people are going to treat you as such. Yeah. Which always isn't a good thing. It's a good thing sometimes, but all the time is because you got to remember as a person, you go through shit. And if mm-hmm. you're just one person that represents your business, you want to be personable before you do business. But That's also don't forget that the business is a big side of it. One of the more important sides. Yeah. Um, but with that whole hard drive thing, like what happened with me was I wanted to quit. I like something like that'll break it. you. That's It'll it. break you, That's man. It. That's it. And again, that was in March of this year. Had I quit in March of this year, I wouldn't have had like the shit that I've the long list of the things that I had <laughs> done this year. Um, the accomplishments, man. The and work. the things that I have coming up that I'll tell you off camera that we can discuss that. Oh yeah, definitely. I don't wanna I don't wanna fuck it up by you know what I'm saying? But yeah, talk these things are already somebody. locked in. You know what I'm saying? So but um I talk to you on off camera about it. Once it comes out then we can re roll it and pull all that stuff into there. Yeah. But um yeah, just for example, I grew up listening to Power One O five as a kid. I used to fall asleep to Power One O five. Every night. Every night. Yeah. I'm talking about from fifth grade all the way up until ninth grade. That's why when I told you sleeping with music, (laughs) it all makes Um, sense now. Because I've always slept with headphones on, like to the point where I had the radio plugged up right here, my bed right there. I have my headphones on. If I turn over on the side, you pulling up. My mom is banging <laughs> on my door because now she's hearing all. She's hearing mm-hmm. everything in the radio. On it's not crazy. It's the radio. You know what I'm saying? But like she's hearing a whole late night playlist of the radio. <laughs> like so that's why again I, I I have the older soul with that too because of that. So mm-hmm. with that, that really like shaped it will everything in which I do. So. We're having all of that. When I lost my hard drive, having a lot of people come to me like, bro, it happens. Don't quit. Like, you only going to be so much better from here. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Like, and and this is one of my friends who, like, and this is why, I, I this is my friend. Like, really, really my friend. Real deal. He is on some shit where, um, it's funny enough, Thursday, we're actually meeting with the mayor of New York City. Mm. He um, shout out the refill, tap in the refill, uh, refillology, all of that. So what he's doing is he's actually learning and putting hemp into regular um, school curriculums, and not hemp really as far as smoking it, 
hemp as far as the use, like the utility of it. He like. has hemp clothing, yeah. hemp masks. He, uh, in 2020, right? And again, he was on this before the pandemic. So this is why I shout out my mans. Uh, Kayvon, shout you out, my boy. <laughs> shout um, out to him, man. He was on the shit where before the pandemic hit, mm. he moved to Georgia, bought land, and actually farmed the land there, and then learned things about farming into this. So he's on it. On it. All these aspects. So I'm saying all of this to say, he was incorporated with that loss of files on the hard drive. We okay. had a whole yeah. seminar on mm. his, like, whole, I'm talking about, this was probably three months in the making of work, where we're going, and he's teaching, really teaching, really teaching. And we were That's gonna, tough, man. We were going to sell off the everything, bro. Mm. And again, this is somebody, he already paid for the project, in full. Mm. <laughs> See, if it works, you know, paid for it already. And I hit him with the, listen, bro, I'm sorry, but. My hard drive crashed, bro. I know that. Da, 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 da. His response was, "Bro, that's is what it is. Shit happened, bro. Like and he's one of the, <laughs> he's one of the people. Negative shit happens, and that shit just and it se- it's, it seems as if he's putting up a front of facade, but that's just really that's him. really him. That's really that's him. how he is because he knows there's more positive shit out there in life. So why focus on the negative? And if something like this happens, greatness is only gonna come from it. Mm. And that's exactly what he said. He said, bro." Now you about to be great. Like, now you really... About, and that's why I told you that. Like, it's the adversity, man. You know what I'm saying? He's like, now you about to be great. And then I'm like, nah, bro, you don't understand. I'm ready to pack this shit. I don't want to do this shit no more. Because, like, what if my hard drive crash again? What if I did it? You know what I'm saying? Nah, it like, don't matter. And he was like, now. bro, that shit happens, bro. Like, did it break you? And I was like, it shook me. It ain't break me. And he was like, so what's the other side of it? Yeah. It makes you. I was like, all right. At that point, yeah. So, <laughs> so, well, at that point, I mean, I guess I'm going to keep going. And by me telling you, I went to sleep the Power 105 all night. This year, I shot at Power 105 with an Love artist. It, man. With an industry artist. So, I did two things that I accomplished with working with somebody in the industry and working at a, a studio that I, or a radio station. Always that listen I to always, it, So, to walk by and be like, damn, this is really the breakfast set. So this show. is it. Be in the Angie Martinez room. You know what I'm saying? Like, be at the microphone where Angie Martinez has the mic at. I'm taking it in as a, a videographer, as a fan, but also feeling like that, damn, like, now I see how rappers feel when they say, okay, yeah, I feel I'm, as if I'm, I'm starting now. to make it. I'm starting I'm to make it. You know what I'm saying? Foot like, in the door. Going, walking through these different places and stuff like that. Being in mm. the different studios that I've been in. Um, shout out No Mystery Studios in Soho. If you know, you know. Um... Shout out to Lounge Studios. Shout out to Invite Only. Um, shout out to Carriage House, too, in Stanford. Mm-hmm. Check it. Anybody in CT, please tap in with um, Carriage House in Stanford. That is the big industry-leading studio that we have here in Connecticut, in Stanford. All the big tap celebrity names, it. go there. Go there. You don't have to go to New York to get that New York look. Go to Carriage House Studios in Stanford, Connecticut. Tell them Play Pat sent you. <laughs> love it man love it love but it love it now love to it. go back to your question that you originally asked I just had to throw that hard drive question in there mm. what was that last question that you asked <laughs> lawyer lawyer Smitty <laughs> some, some things will never some things will never go they will away. change nah not at all but um that thing that you have learned along the way and you kind of touched on it a little bit I feel like but like that thing that you have learned along the way that um is really helping to shape this journey, you know, that you picked up because there's highs and lows. The hard drive story is one of the lows, but you learn from it. So like that one thing that you've learned through this journey that keeps you going. 
Um, I can't say it's one thing. It's a collective. Mm. Uh, I'm going to leave it. I'm going to do big with symbols. So if I put my five hands, when you put these together, it's making a fist. And that's going to give you the knockout punch to be the person that you want to be. Mm. So to give my five fingers to make the fist, I'm going to say time. Be really good on time management. Okay. That's something that they don't teach you in college. That's time something that they don't teach very you important. as a kid. That's something they just expect you to learn and figure out. Focus on managing your time. I'm a person. I set alarms. I still be late to shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a person where I, I, I write it down. Still be late to shit. Um, I'm I'm working. Although I don't, I'm working on it. So time is one of the biggest things. Mm. Be you. They could have hired anybody else. They hired you because a they seen your work. And B, they wanted you. Be you. Mm. Don't show up and now be the guy that you learn. You know I'm saying add some stuff to your craft and your tool bag. But be you. They didn't want Jimmy. They wanted you. So don't yeah. show up and do Jimmy shit. Be you. <laughs> show up and be you. You know what I'm saying? Um, and this three is piggybacking off of two. Be the guy that's like cool to be around. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like don't be, even if you know you that nigga, don't be. Like, you know what I'm saying? I shoot with, with Tim a lot. Tim and I work a lot of projects. There's people that know Tim crazy, and they, yeah. they and then there's people that know me crazy. And to this day, I don't look at Tim as if he's lower than me, and Tim don't look at me like I'm lower than him. Yeah. To be honest, whenever we in a room with people and they don't know who Tim is, I'm the person that's, you don't know who that is? And likewise, he does the same exact thing. Yeah. Matt. Matt's on the come up. I still hold the door open for Matt. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm still to, humble. Man. You know what I'm saying? I'm still humble for Matt. Like I still like do little shit to where it's like, Matt, can you please hold this? You know what I'm saying? I don't put Matt to where he makes him feel lower to me. And if you ask Matt, Matt be like, yeah, nah, I, I feel like I barely do shit with the camera compared to what they do. <laughs> but Matt is still, you're not, that's, that's, you know what I'm saying? You go on anybody here, you're going to get treated like you equal or higher. Simple. Because we're a part in, of making the next, making the next. Yeah. And if every time Matt comes around me and I'm only put him down, why the fuck you want to be around me? Absolutely. So that's man. why I said three, you got to be the person that everybody wants to be around. Be cool be to cool, be around, man. Be cool to be around. You know what I'm saying? Um, fourth. Um, and I feel like fourth goes back with time management. Uh, it all works together. Stick to your project deadlines. Um, and one thing, and this is why I love, this is why I love my cousin Matt. One thing that Matt always says to me is, because you told him you was going to have it then on this. Why didn't you have it then on this? But that's what you told him. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. You but. set the standard. And I go, yeah, but if they hit me up and I tell them, it, no, they shouldn't be hitting you up. And this is why. I, real. And, and I, I hear shit like this and I'm like, damn, like, all right. he, he's too right. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. And when he says shit like that, I, I got to hit him the next morning. Yo, cuz, listen. I love you. Da, 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 da. I appreciate you. Thank you for everything. Like I really needed to hear that. Matt was like, yo, I don't think you on your shit. You need to get a whiteboard, write all your shit down yeah. and write when these and put dates next to it. So you can actually visually put the see tools it. in place. Man. I hear you say that you do this, but I also see how busy you are. So where is the system that you have that you can visually see it? Mm -hmm. Cause you'll do this, you'll do this. And you'll be like, Oh fuck, I still got this. Like, Write that shit down and put it big so you can see it somewhere. Instantly, I texted him back the next morning. Yo, cuz, just so you know, none of that shit you said fell on deaf ears. I appreciate it. <laughs> the next day, came to the crib. I'm like, yo, you see the whiteboard, right? 
did it. You see what all all of this shit written down down there, right? Like, so you're 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 appreciated here. Thank you. I love you. Like, mm. so I let him know that all the time. But that goes back to again three and four. Be cool to be around, and if yeah. you're gonna say a date, stick to it. Because clearly something happened with Matt where he felt like he was supposed to get something, and he didn't get it at the deadline he was supposed to. And that'll do it. And that's a real situation. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So like. With things like that, and on the receiving end, I'm a consumer. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if I buy something from Amazon, and Amazon say it's supposed to be here Friday, I want to hear Friday. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, want I don't a Saturday want a Saturday. Morning. I, and shit, I really, I really want it Thursday. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm rocking till Friday. Y'all said Friday. You feel me? So, I, I'm starting to think, of, remember that, and doing what I do. So, with that, um, everybody take that sentiment. And then five, you're, which goes back to all of these, you're not better than anyone. Mm-mm. You're Stay not humble. better than anyone. You literally do. You can you can be the same person you were that they were at their stage, and they can be ten times better than you later on, or it can be it can, the narrative can flip. So one of the things where I've a learning experience that I went through just I'm better with stories. Um, somebody that I that's like that. Yeah. That's like that in Connecticut. <laughs> like that in Connecticut. Really like that. Like that in Connecticut. Still to this day is like that. That's one of them off-air things? Um, no, nah, I'm talking about as far as like camera work. Oh, okay. Like his camera work is OD. OD. Mm. Um, he had did a, an event for me. And when he had did the event for me, he felt as if, and I felt he did a good job. He felt as if he didn't do it, did a good job because of how much he fucked with me. So he then offered me something else, like as as a as on top of that, yeah. Like yo, I'm gonna look out. I'm gonna do this, that, and the third. I got you. Da 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 da. He did that, straight up. Yeah, pull up, did the photo shoot. He took care of it. So now it came time for the photos, and I'm like, yo, bro, what's up? Like, I can't get the photos. Yeah, nah, bro, don't worry, bro, I got you. And when he mm-hmm. did it to me, I'm like, all right, that's cool. I get it. I edited shit like that. <laughs> so then, like, I think a couple of days went by, and I'm like dog what's up yeah nah bro i'm out shooting right now i got you when i get a chance i'm like nah bro i feel like you playing with me like i edit just like you edit like we still we 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 in the same work regard yeah you could easily you could easily you could easily get that shit to me i know how long it takes i just feel like you're playing with me this that and the third like you told me you was gonna have it this day you didn't have it this day and it's funny that i'm that i'm even saying this because like um now that the narrative like now that i'm where i'm at and I see dealing with being busy and all of that shit. Yeah. Every time I think about it, I'm like, damn, yo. You said, I get it now. But <laughs> but I say that to say, though, again, I'm a person where I'm human. I learn from my mistakes. Mm-hmm. The minute I realized I was wrong about that, that was the first thing person I went to. I didn't tell anybody else. That I, the same way, I'm a person where I believe the same way we fall out is the same way we're going to make up. So mm-hmm. if we fall out on social media and we be big on social media on our fallout, we got to be bigger on social media about the makeup. So any fallouts that I have with people, I don't put that shit on social media because once you Not do that, need to you know can't that, come back. It's hard to walk it back. So, I'm, But I'm going to be the type of person, if I feel some type of way, I'm going to let you know and you're going to know how I feel. Mm-hmm. Simple. If I'm wrong, I'm going to let you know first and foremost, yo, I'm all the way wrong. I apologize. I fucked up. If you could forgive me, I'd appreciate it. But I'm going to let you know that I know that I'm wrong because life's about learning. If you can't say you're, you're wrong, you're never going to learn. And you're going to be the most ignorant nigga in every room. Mm-hmm. Simple. Like, and we all here to be kings. So with that being said, 
when I told him that, he like, yeah, bro, like I thank you first and foremost. I appreciate that. I'm sure, he was like, but that, I wanted man. you. Know, I wasn't playing. Like I was. Just, I said, bro, trust <laughs> me. Said I get it. Now. I know. I, <laughs> like, know now. I said. I know. I said <laughs> when I was telling you that, I was not at the level of where even close to where you were. So I didn't understand busy versus busy. Like you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm at the level where you are, I understand what it's like when somebody's hitting you up for something and you're already at a shoot. Or yeah. somebody sees you shooting this and now they're like, yo, where mine at? Or they see you post up four videos and they're like, yo, where my video at? And they don't know that you had those four videos in the cut. Ben had them videos. You ain't just sat there and was working on it <laughs> or skipped somebody. Or, yo, you recorded my video. You recorded his video after you recorded mine. How come his shit is out? His budget was higher. Like just little things like that. Budget that, higher, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, times is different. You know what I'm saying? Like if if I if I'm working with somebody that is working with a label and they got a two thousand dollar budget, and I just gave you a video for six hundred dollars, two thousand dollar video getting done it, first. It's, it's precedent. That's paying the bills. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying. This is my full time job. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Um. So that two thousand, it got to get done first, and I got to go put all into it so I can get another two thousand dollar gig, so I can keep charging you six hundred. Because mm-hmm. the minute. I can't charge them $2,000. You got to get charged $2,000. Yeah. And it's going to come with everything that theirs really came with. But, you know what I'm saying? What's it's, the it's breaking, of them it's doing, breaking bank. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Nobody doing 2000 all the time. Nobody wants to break bank all yeah. the time. So, with that being said, that's where that comes in at. And that's where I had a lot of, like, disconnect where I had to weed at, where I had to weed, like, a lot of people out of clientele. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, yeah, nah, I just can't work with you. Because maybe it may have been a budget thing at the time. But maybe it's just like we don't connect, we don't vibe, and I'm a person to where like if we work together, yeah, and I shoot a video with you, you bro, like simple. <laughs> I'm not about to act we connected like, now. I'm not about to act like I don't fuck with you. Like we could do all work in the future, all of that stuff. Like, yeah. but because of the type of person I am, when I sit with you, the camera is just a tool. I'm really trying to talk to you to gauge you as a man, so we can get on a better path and heal the community in the way it's supposed to be healed. Mm. The camera is just the shit that I show up and do, and you putting your art off is just what you do to get your art off. So yeah, there's more to us than that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we're both artists here. Like we don't gotta act like we're not artists. <laughs> so let's cross that off the list. Let's figure out who we are as people. Yeah. And then when you think about it, a lot of times, like studio, you know what I'm saying? In between scenes. So that's where I get a lot to chop up with people. So when I really do videos for people, everybody I've shot for, I fuck with. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that's why. I stand in which I stand on. Love it, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for coming on, man. I appreciate you coming on. You, you definitely dropped some gems in here, dog. Try to. Try not to keep it too long. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> definitely apologize. Oh, uh, man. And then where can everybody find you on social media and all that? Um, So I'm going to preface this by saying I'm not the most social media savvy person, but I'm working on it. I just started getting myself get back, on the, back on the internet wave. Uh. Um, on Instagram, you can find me at play pat underscore P L A Y P A T T underscore. Um, Twitter, I believe it's official play pat underscore. Someone play pat in it. Um, you'll see the double, you'll see the double piece anywhere, anywhere you see the double TikTok play pat underscore, uh, Snapchat play pat underscore. Anywhere you see the double piece, I'm not wearing it today because I'm shout out to my man Trail Ugly Shit. Um, anywhere you see the double piece, this is the guy. oh man well appreciate you coming on man and until next time this is daily dimensions thank you for having me peace peace